from hannah show season three episode 170 i can't believe that we're here this week's episode we're going to talk about one thing at a time i'm going to focus on one thing at a time i cannot begin to tell you guys how overwhelmed i get my friends get family members get when they start thinking about everything that they have to do it is ridiculous really and truly, the amount of stress that women in particular, I like to signal out the women that listen to me because I feel like we vibe and, and connect on a different level. And I sit here and I think to myself, whose idea was this? To do all these things simultaneously all at once. I want to know, why is it that we're carrying such a big burden? Whenever I speak to anybody, and that's like a privilege right now at this point, in my life for the next couple of weeks, if you actually get to talk to me, but you know, I, and I got to do this and I got to do that. And I got to cook and clean and do laundry and go to work and work on the side hustle and visit families and friends and make sure I eat right and exercise and drink water and take my vitamins. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Like I cannot, I cannot fathom sometimes the amount of stuff I do in a day. Like I, I try not to even think about it. I just do one thing at a time. It's literally the motto I live by. I have an extremely demanding uh, corporate job, which I'm looking to change. But anybody hiring? <laughs> anybody want to pay me like six figures and I work four days a week? Thanks. But it's one of those things that I, I look at myself and I, especially now that I'm I'm trying to become healthier, I'm trying to lose weight and eat right and all this cooking has me jacked up. I wish this weekend I could just order a pizza, get a bottle of wine, and eat that for dinner, and then eat the pizza again for for breakfast, and then worry about another meal. <laughs> like, shoot, boy, this is driving me crazy. Like, I do see the difference um, in my energy levels, and my moods. You know, I, I do, I'm a firm believer that you are what you put into your body. However... The amount of planning that has to go into this and how much I'm in the kitchen and then my OCD kicks in and I'm like, dishes I got to do. You know what? This is a reminder to myself that I have to buy plastic plates 
I gotta buy plastic plates this week um, because I'm not doing the stitch thing all the time. It's driving me crazy, all the stitches. It's even gotten to the point now, you guys are going to hear me rant about dishes for a second, that when I'm at work, I do my dishes there. So when I come home, it's two less things that I want to do. I'm like, is this adulting? Have I turned into a full-blown adult? Is this 33? You guys, I think this is 33. I've turned into an adult that doesn't want to see dishes in the sink. (laughs) But, you know, it's one of those things. I'm going to circle back to just one thing at a time. There isn't anybody that could do everything all at once. And if they do, they have help. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. There's people that can help you do those things, right? It doesn't mean that we all necessarily have to do everything. This morning, I just, I couldn't do it. I could not make myself another meal. And, you know, my mom, who's so sweet, she goes, do you want me to make you something? Which is a rarity in her nowadays, you know? Um, I, I don't blame her. I understand where she comes from, too. Like, she did the thing day in and day out for so long for me. The cooking, the cleaning, the laundry, right? That I understand why she doesn't want to do it anymore. So... I try to spoil her as much as I can in many aspects in life um, because I think that she's lived a hard life and I don't feel that she should be uncomfortable at this point, that she should have to struggle. I feel like once you're in your 60s, life should be easy, breezy, and beautiful. And it's not for her sometimes. So I always try my best to accommodate her, even though she drives me mental, mental. Sometimes, but you know, I understand it's the age. Um, and you know, when you have a diabetic person, you live with one, you understand that the sugar levels plays with their emotions big time. So one minute she's happy, one minute she's not. One of these days I'm gonna get her on the show. One of these days, I'll I'll give you guys a prime example of this. Uh we were at Costco today and <laughs> she's she's a little bit of a rebel. And we're at Costco today, and she she likes to drive the motor the motor carts. Anywho, we're at Costco, and it was like a, a light Costco run, light Costco run. I it was like two bags of stuff. I just needed more fruits, and the dog needed pee pads and food. And when we had gone during the week, Costco didn't have pee pads, and Costco didn't have dog food. So this is why we ended up going today. The cashier was not having our today she so she tells my mom to move forward meanwhile my mom my mom has things in her cart still like heavy stuff that i don't like to unload because i they have the the gun the wireless gun so she makes her somebody tells my mom to move forward and i see her moving forward without the lady scanning on the gate don't forget to scan and the lady turned and she's like where are you going with an attitude (laughs) and my mom says do you forget you work here because i come and choke Why did she have to say this to this lady? Like, why? Why? And also, this is how my mother sounds in English. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, wow. So this lady really just sat here and said to her, yo, shut the up. You're working because I show up to the store. So, like, chill. And, you know, if you're a customer service agent and you listen to me and you work with the general public, I've worked in Hilton properties for seven years of my life. So I have dealt with large crowds of people day in and day out. And I know how tiring and exhausting it is being face-to-face to a customer that has high demands. But it, there comes a point that you just don't care anymore, right? You're like, oh, whatever. These people are going to scream and shout, and they're going to get their way. So why am I going to, you know, be a force, right? Why am I going to sit there and be like, you can't do that? 
Well, she was the one that clearly told her to keep going, right? Even though her car had stuff. I thought she had scanned it. And... Anywho, it was just so funny when she said it because the lady didn't say anything after that. What is she going to say after my mom says that to her? Like, you know, so I, I understand we're going through troubling times, especially with, you know, the cost of inflation, the cost of food, the economic downturn, COVID version 50. Like how, yo, what, what version of it are we on at this point? And, and it's tough times. And do you think somebody, I personally wouldn't want to be working as a cashier at Costco at 4.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday when it's snowing? Like, is that's not enjoyable. So I always try to be nice to, the, to like, you know, the frontline workers because I know that's not the, what they want to be doing. You, nobody grows up saying, I'm going to be a cashier at Costco. You know, nobody grows up saying that. People have dreams and aspirations, but when you come up to the North, at least I think when you, or wherever you are, you take what you can get to feed your family and I respect that. But that doesn't mean you have to be grouchy about it too because you chose this job. The last time I checked, Costco employees make real good money. They're not out there making minimum wage. I know that for sure. They get paid well because it's technically a warehouse, right? It's a big distribution warehouse that sells bulk items at a discounted price. So they're not making minimum wage because they sure as hell don't sell stuff for minimum wage people. How I shop at Costco sometimes. I'm sitting there like, dang, this is expensive. We're not going to get into the cost of groceries right now. We're not. We're not doing it. I see enough videos already online of people complaining about the, what are you going to do? Not eat? Like, I, I don't know what else to say to you, but try to look for cheaper alternatives. Like, do you have to buy this? This week, I was looking for strawberries. I wanted strawberries because my diet includes strawberries. And I went to two different supermarkets. The first one, it was like a little dinky thing of strawberries for $8.99. There was like 20 strawberries in there. I'm like, okay, I'm not buying these. And I was like, usually typically Costco has a bigger, has like a bigger one for $9.99. I go to Costco, there's no berries. There's no raspberries. Like, and the my meal plan doesn't include blueberries because they're high in sugar. You know, I think it's like about six blueberries you can have like once or twice a week when you're on something so low-cal and low-sugar as I am. Anywho. So I didn't get berries this week. I'm going to be quite upset. I did get orange, oranges, cantaloupe, and grapes. Um, and I have a pineapple that I need to cut. Oh, I don't want to cut the pineapple. It's so much work. <sighs> there I was whining with you guys about this cooking. But when I'm looking like Shakira, I'm not even going to say J-Lo because I want to look like Shakira at this point. I want nobody, nobody talking to me. I'm going to be wearing my big shades come summertime and I'm going to be sitting in a patio and I do not want anybody talking to me while I'm eating my chicken wings. <laughs> the three chicken wings I probably want to eat at that point after all of this, all this hard work. And I haven't even started working out. I haven't started working out yet because I think it would just frustrate me to do. Then this is where my point is. I'm coming back to the point of one thing at a time. I have learned over the years that as a human being, in order for me to succeed, I need to do things in small steps. I can't try to do everything all at once because then I get overwhelmed. Then when I get overwhelmed, what do I do? I stress eat. So I'm not trying to overwhelm myself in the area of my health because it's just going to make me want to eat more. So all I'm doing for the first four weeks is just eating clean and taking the weight loss pills and the vitamins that I've been instructed to take. That is all I am doing. I haven't hit the gym yet. I plan to hit the gym after week four. Because by then, I would have gotten the rhythm of this cooking thing, and I have a tighter handle on things. 
and then I can start with my cardio and weights. What do you guys think of this idea of it being one thing at a time? I don't want to hear it that you guys, people telling me what I should do, but you know, if you're somebody right now that's struggling with your weight or you're trying to make a change in your life, that's what helps me one thing at a time. I don't look at the full big picture, even though I'm a visionary and I can see the full big picture, but I focus on the next step. What is the next step I'm going to take? Okay, so now you know. Hannah's clean eating. She's taking her weight loss pills, her vitamins, and she's putting all her effort in, you know, in in trying to make sure that things are as the diet says. You know, granted, if it says boiled chicken and I have chicken I made in the oven, I'm not going to go boiled chicken. You know, it's just, it's tit for tat for me at this point. As long as the portions are right, it doesn't matter. And what if I, you know, it said, I think it said white fish the other day. I didn't have white fish, so I had salmon. So I substituted with what I have, which is I got the green light to do so when I asked. So that's what life is about, right? Dealing with what you have in hand, which is number one. Taking small steps to get to the big picture. I know what my goals are. I I hope that you're listening to me. In no point did I say my new healthy diet lifestyle change that I'm trying to implement. Then nowhere did I say how many pounds I want to lose. It's not a factor in this time around. I know I can lose the weight, I'm doing all the right things, and it's going to wear off when it needs to wear off because things take time. It's step by step. There's no need to rush anything, and and I'm talking about love, business, you know, personal life, your achievements. There's no need for rushing because I have learned my lessons for rushing things that I wasn't supposed to do, and sooner or later it blows up in your face because you're trying to expedite the process of life. You're trying to expedite life. And as much as we want to expedite life, we can't. We have to live through it. We have to walk through the adversity. We have to walk through the problem and solve it in order for you to get to the next level. You can't sit there and cry. Well, you can if you want. I'm cool with that. I cry too. But I have to get up and walk through it. You can't go around it. You can't avoid it. Because next time, because you've avoided it this time around, it's going to be bigger in your face. Right? I'll take an example. My weight, I keep picking at it because it seems to be all I all I focus on, like truly in the last couple of weeks, like the biggest change. And, you know, I gained the first 10 pounds. I'm okay, I'll bounce back. The 20, I'm all right. The 30, I'm like, oh, well, I'm SOL now. 40 pounds and I'm like, okay, now this is getting a little uncomfortable. I think I, I think I must have gained like 45. So, you know, and now I'm, now it, it's to the point to me that personally, I think it's what matters on the inside. I feel like I've been harshly judged for the weight that I've gained, but that's that's another story for another day. I don't feel like somebody's value should be seen by their weight. I understand that for health issues and reasonings, you should be at a weight that's healthy for you, of course. But I don't think it has to be something about looks-wise. You know, I do have my days that I feel ugly. I do. I do. There's days that I feel hideous, that nothing looks nice on me, you know, my hair's not straight enough. I don't think my eyes look big enough because they're tired and they're puffy. You know, um, my skin was becoming like super dry. I had to get a CeraVe, C-E-R-A-V-E, like this one cream that's like for ultra dry skin. I've been wearing it for the last couple of weeks. My skin has like now calmed down and it's a lot softer. I know it's the winter. So, you know, it's just one of those things. I'm looking at myself, oh my God, my skin, uh, uh, and it just, it all came down. 
right? I'm like, can't do anything right. Nothing's working. So I do, I do. I'm as positive as ever. Yeah, everything's going to work out and it will. But you also have to know that these moments are going to happen. So, but instead of me trying to avoid my emotions, I just sit in them now. I sit in my emotions. I don't really talk about them. I write about them, but I don't talk about them. But I sit in them because as a human, you are allowed to feel negative emotions. You're allowed to feel those things. I'm giving you permission to feel them. My only thing is, my only advice or suggestion to you is don't stay there too long because that's not what life is about, that one emotion. It's about multiple emotions and feeling and living and experiencing the beauty and chaos that life is. So this is for myself, really. I need to enjoy the chaos as much as it daunts me. There's You can't control everything. You can't. And that's why things are just one step at a time. You take, you take things one step at a time. And nobody can live your journey but you. And nobody understands how you feel but you. And those people that you left in the past because you have to move forward, they, they'll try to like peep into your life now to see what's going on. Don't give them that leeway. Don't. You've done enough for yourself. You've continued walking. You have the right to be happy. You have the right to learn, to live, and to figure yourself out without the judgment of anybody else. Okay? All right. I, that turned into, I turned smooth, yo. I've been turning smooth on y'all. <laughs> I love you, okay? Thank you so much for listening to me. Share with your friends. Share with your auntie group. Share with your families. I promise y'all I'll get some interviews sometimes sometime in the next couple of weeks but for now it's gonna be your girl as always this is your favorite podcast host hannah guzman coming at you from her bedroom studio wishing you Chick gets a bit once now, baby.